listener exclusive. It's Triple M Breakfast. Matt Collins for Breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins from Triple M Brekkie. And great to hang out with you on the podcast edition. This is the Great Rates Debate. That's right. Griffith Mayor Doug Curran and Deputy Mayor Anne Napoli join me in the Triple M studio to dissect the for and against of the Tuesday night special rate variation vote that council laws will be involved in. Mayor Curran in the for camp and Deputy Mayor Anne Napoli in the against. Let's get straight to it. Here it is, the Great Rates Debate. Now, it is time for the Great Rates Debate. That's right, Griffith Mayor Doug Curran and Deputy Mayor Anne Napoli both joining me in the studio. Uh, good morning to you both, and thanks for your time this morning. Morning, Matty. How are you, mate? Going all right, thanks. Good morning, mate. There you are. Very good. Uh, I'm struggling. I'll put you on Facebook Live. And I'm struggling with it. So anyone watching on social media, I apologise. I am going to work on that as we get going. Uh, We might get straight into it because uh, I think you'd have to be living under a rock, especially with you, Mr Mayor. We've been chatting about the SRV now for months and months, uh, and that's that's, that's not a joke. We have been. This day has been coming, and tomorrow... Uh, the councillors will be voting on the uh, the SRV, the special rate variation. Uh, it does come down to a majority vote. Now, uh, Griffith Mayor Doug Curran is for the SRV. Deputy Mayor Anne Napoli is against it. So hence we have today the great rates debate here on Triple M. Uh, and, for, and again, thank you again for your, your time this morning. I know how busy you both are. Um, I will uh, do as best as I can to give you equal time this morning. Um, and, uh, Deputy, we might start with you. Uh, a minute or two, why are you voting against the SRV and perhaps what you were hearing from ratepayers to influence your decision? Okay. Why I'm voting against the uh, SRV, I've been listening to the community. I know that they're struggling. The cost of living has gone up. Electricity, gas... Their mortgage repayments are very, very high. People are telling me they are struggling. We know that they're struggling. We know it's been hard to make ends meet for most families. We need to listen. As a Griffith City Councillor, I feel we have a moral obligation to listen to our community, to all members of our community, and make sure that we are their voice and therefore bring forward what is their best interest. Um, that's one of the reasons that I, I have. I know we've gone to community consultation and we have heard both sides of the story. And a small percentage of people saying, yes, that they can afford to do that. But the 157 submissions have come in through Griffith City Council. 69% of those submissions are against a rate rise. That is good enough for me okay. to vote against it. Thank you. Let's uh, just because of time, we'll move on, uh, Mr. Mayor. Uh, a minute or two from you. Why are you voting for the SRV, and what are you hearing from the ratepayers? Yeah, thanks, Matt. Uh, obviously, we've done a, an extensive consultation, as as Councillor Napoli said. Um, and yes, there's absolutely sentiment against it. But when you get down to it, and we talk to people one on one or in small groups, people say to me, "We get it. We understand um, the problems." So as Anne said, um, the cost of living has gone up, but all of those costs are borne by council. We can't afford to go broke. Losing $55 million a year, it cannot be an option because we won't be here in, in two or three years' time. 
Um, I, I know of other councils around us that are, that are having those similar conversations. So absolutely, we need to do what we can to make sure the impacts are minimised, and we've done that by extending it over three years, um, not starting it for another eight months from now. But I, I just don't think – I haven't heard of any alternatives because going broke can't be an option. All right, uh, Councillor Napoli, I'd, I'd like you to address what the, uh, the Mayor said just then. If we don't do it now, in two or three times, two or, two or three years, sorry, we won't be around. I don't agree with that. Sorry, Doug. Uh, what we need to do as council, we have some wonderful uh, senior staff management up there. It's their job to look where we can make uh, savings. Uh, we've heard from the community. We heard from submi- from those submissions what they believe in is council should be more accountable, more transparent and more productive with what we have and find ways where we can make savings. And we can look at that. I think collectively as councillors and senior management, we could sit down and say, hi, guys, we've been listening to the eyes and ears of our community. Mm. This is what they have identified where we can make savings and we need to do that. All right, can I jump in? Because that ties into my question to you. First of all, yes, the ratepayers are passionate. That, that, As you say, they are the, the eyes and ears. But it's my understanding that the, the majority wouldn't see the, uh, the, the rundown, the, the finances each and every month like you guys do. So my question is, if there is not a, a rate increase, what facilities and services will be slashed to stick to the budget? Is that question to me, Matt? That's, that's yes. to you, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I don't believe we should cut back on, on essential services, but certainly there's a lot of wastage that we can cut back on and keep an eye on. For example, some of the um, um, main roads are scheduled to be resealed. Very often that could be, um, you know, leave it for another year or two. These are the things we need to look at. It's come to my attention through the submissions also and listening to the community that sometimes, you know, four, four to five um, people turn up to do a job that only takes two people. That's wastage there. Let's have a look and see where we can... Are you saying that we'll get rid of council staff? Absolutely not. I'm saying we can look at ways where we could be more productive with what we have and cut back costs. So instead of those five turning up to a job, you're saying two can do that job and three might go, go to s- another somewhere job. else? Exactly. But it's still the same expense though, yeah? It is the same expense, but don't forget that those jobs are going to be um, put forward to be done at another day. Why? Why can't we be more productive? Look at wastage. Uh, it has come to my attention that sometimes vehicles, trucks are left running when they're not being in use. That's wastage of fuel. Mm. And also wear and tear of the vehicles. There's lots of ways where we can look at savings. You know, if council's invited to go and um, collect an award, and that's wonderful. Griffith City Council has won many awards for many different reasons. Do we need to send four to five people or just maybe two? That's right. a cost It's savings. my understanding that uh, we're talking millions of dollars over the next couple of years. I'm not sure that a three or four staff members would... I mean, if they're on a million bucks, and more power to them, but I'm not sure that's the case. Mr. Mayor, let's go back to you. Um, in Still on those biggest expenses, we get callers every week. You know this because we have you on every Monday. People saying that council could be running certain complexes a little bit better. Um, examples, the Aquatic Centre, the Theatre, the Art Gallery. Um, your, your thoughts on that? Could these 
places be running better and, and bringing in more income? Every business needs to look at its operational costs, absolutely, and that is part of the, the senior staff commitment of finding a million dollars a year. So when we say we're at $5 million uh, in a hole uh, each year, a million of that is being done through those efficiencies. The other $4 million is it's a task of the councillors, and, and Anne's right. There, there, there probably would be efficiencies out there, but it will, it'll be at a cost of staff positions. We cannot save $4 million a year without losing wages. It's just not possible. And, Even- and you and I had a chat. This chat's been ongoing, obviously, but it would have been six, seven, eight weeks ago, and you said we will not cut staff. That's the commitment that I've made. If we can get the SRV through, that we will not cut staff. If the SRV does not get through, there will be no alternative but to have staff redundancies. And that will cost us up front to save us money in the long term. And when we have those staff cuts, then the services that they provide won't be there any longer. So my commitment is none because that's what I'm doing and that's what I'm trying to make sure that I get my councillors on board. I absolutely understand the other side of the argument, but I just don't. No one's brought forward an alternative, not one. All right, Councillor Napoli, back to you. Now, uh, Griffith LGA is obviously not the only uh, council going through this conversation. Uh, Narendra has just announced that they're in the process of a special rate variation proposal. Um, Why do you think Griffith is immune? I'm not saying Griffith is immune. I think what I'm saying is let I really don't want to touch on other councils and what they're doing. Sure. It's their business. Exactly. A lot of councils have gone uh, asking for a special rate variation. Well, the majority. The majority, yes, but the community in some of those councils have uh, rejected the proposal and councils have voted then to let it go. I think as Griffith City Council, we can also look away and listen to our community. Look, I'll wait for the debate tomorrow night. I know which way I'm going to go. What what do you mean by that, I'll wait for the debate? Because this has been ongoing for months. It is. Surely you've come to your decision. You're not going to leave it till tomorrow to make your decision. Is that what you're saying? Matt, I have made my decision. And like I said, I have been listening to the community. I stand by what I believe in. And that is that a rate variation at this time, point in time, is not good. We need, again, to look at where we can make savings. For example, contractors coming in. We've gone from $450,000 to $950,000 a year. Now, let's look at the why. Why aren't we retaining our staff? Why are we getting contractors to come in from out of town? That's, those are the things we need to be looking at. Um, there's lots of, one lady, she put down so many statistics of why we shouldn't go to rate variation. Some of our service providers in town that deal with the most vulnerable, they also against the rate variation. Mm. Don't forget, a lot of people will lose their homes because they won't be able to afford both. One farmer was saying that it's going to cost, if the rate variation goes ahead, it will be an extra $8,000 a year. For sure. Mr. Mayor has suggested over the weeks that if not now, it will be in years to come. Do you agree with that? In years to come, let's take one day at a time and I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Because that if that farmer can't afford it now, what's to say in three years he, he or she will be able to, to, to afford it then? In two or three years. What I'm also against is this rate variation will be accumulated, which means on top of that almost 40%, then we'll have that plus the uh, uh, rate pegging. So it won't go down. 
it will keep escalating. We do have rate pegging, which is put down by the New South Wales government every year, and that is to safeguard our communities. And that's statewide. That's happening whether you like it or not. Absolutely. So let's stick to rate variation. And we have for the past 20 years that I've been on council and we've been able to come forward with major projects, of course, through uh, grants and staff have been wonderful. In All right, I do have to jump in. Those, sorry, those sorry, Councillor. I, I do have to jump in. We are running short of time, but I want to give you both an opportunity to ask your counterpart a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr Mayor, I'll, I'll start with you. A question for, for the Deputy. Yeah, all right. Thanks, Matt. Um, a, a question that I've had to think very hard on myself. If the SRV doesn't get up uh, tomorrow night, Ian, um, do you, how do you think um, with the reduction in services and the uh, staff redundancies, how do, you, how do you continue Griffith on the trajectory we're on at the moment? How do we continue to prosper as a community with that downfall in in services and and staff? Doug, I don't want to see anyone lose their jobs. I really don't. Everyone has have families. They have bills. They have to um, maintain their lifestyle. If this special rate variation doesn't get up tomorrow night, and then, I, again, like I said earlier, we need to sit down as councillors and senior staff and find ways where we can make ends meet. Again, do, I don't want to see services cut drastically, but certainly those services, we need to look at it ways where they can be more uh, sustainable. You know, for example, the feeder. I know it's a wonderful facilities, but it should be actually um, at least come, you know, to be more cost-effective. The same with the sporting uh, centre. It's a wonderful stadium and bringing a lot of people into our town. Again, we've gone from one staff member to three. That's wonderful. Job job opportunities for people. But it should be more uh, coming out cost-effective. All right. And, uh, Councillor, your question for the Mayor? My question to you, Doug, is, um, again, we're talking about the rate um, variation. The rate payers of Griffith overwhelming did not support a special rate variation. In fact, council received 157 submissions, like I said before, 69%, 69% that responded that they were not in favour of a special rate variation. Tomorrow night, when we go to a vote, should it be 6-6? you will use your casting vote. I'm just wondering which way you're going to go. Oh, I wouldn't like to uh, say that early. Yes, if it went 6-6, I would need to use my casting vote, and I don't think that I've left anyone um, just, un- just unsure. Sorry, just explain that to us. If it so, is 6-V-6, yeah. six six, what so happens if then? if it's 6-V-6, the mayor gets an additional vote um, to, to break the deadlock. Um, it's not used very often. Um, it wasn't. It's not allowed to be used in the deputy mayor election, for example, but in general clauses it can. So I, I've... Everyone knows the way that I'm looking at it. You just mentioned 69%, 108 submissions out of 13,000 ratepayers in Griffith were against the rate variation. 108 of 13,000 ratepayers. Absolutely, it was 69% of the people that put submissions in. But 108 of 13,000 ratepayers that have said no, and the conversations that I've had, one-on-one, I speak to people every day, 
20, 30 times a day. Those conversations are saying, we don't like it, but we get it. We don't want to see the council change what's happening at the moment. There's some really good things happening. Springfest on the weekend. Matt didn't come and help take the oranges off. He's in trouble with his boss because <laughs> his boss couldn't reach the top of the, the sculpture. But that's another conversation for another day. I just think that, that, that no one's produced an alternative. You just mentioned councillors and staff could get together. We've had five months and come up with no alternative. Wow. So. And and that in itself, Mr. Mayor, is a concern. They, they just say thirteen thousand odd ratepayers, only a hundred or so, uh, put in uh, their their thoughts. I, I wonder why, if these people are so passionate, yes, they're coming to you. Why not put that forward to all of the councillors? It's obviously uh, sorry. It's it's often the vocal minority that will put it in. So a lot of people have uh, want to have a conversation, whether it be with Anne in the street or at, at, at an event and myself and the other 10 councillors. So they have those conversations and they don't feel the necessity to do it. I've had a lot of people approach me seriously over months that have said, really don't like it, but I get it and I don't want to see the burden fall on one, one group. All right. Um, so we do have to leave it there, but we certainly... Um- just can I say something? We might come Griffith? back after the break because I okay. do have to go to the news. Uh, Griffith Mayor Doug Curran, Deputy Mayor Anne Napoli, we certainly do appreciate your time this morning. And you can get along uh, as we've just finished talking about and have your say at the ordinary meeting. A listener exclusive.